Welcome to Underscouted Podcast, brought to you by Maria Adorno Realtor at La Rosa Realty Northeast Florida and the official sports drink of Underscouted High Lux. What's up, podcast people? Underscouted family, I know season two has been long and awaited for, but tonight I have a very special guest, UNF assistant women's basketball coach, Coach Charcy Clark. How you doing, Coach? Good, how are you? I appreciate you having me on. Man, I'm doing well, Coach, and it's a pleasure to have you on, especially being in Florida and knowing that you're kind of legendary in Northeast Florida with women's basketball all the way down to AAU basketball. So how are you doing tonight, Coach? I'm great. We're actually on the road to Alabama. We've got two conference games this week, so Thursday at Jacksonville State and then Saturday at University of North Alabama. So perfect time to talk to you. Man, Coach, those are two good teams, Coach. Two good teams. Yeah, Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State is doing really well in our conference right now, and we've had a couple wins as of late. So excited, excited about the opportunity in front of us. Man, coach! Every time I see you, coach, when I used to see you out 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 and about, just coaching, or whenever I, I saw you, you always had a certain excitement about you, especially when you had that basketball in your hand. So, coach, when did that passion for basketball start for you? Oh, man, I uh, my first time playing basketball, I was five years old on an all-boys YMCA team. I still have kind of like those pictures um, uh, from way back then, and I, I would honestly say that my love started then. Um, started playing competitively in fifth and sixth grade. I had a really, really awesome middle school coach named John Allgreen, and he, I mean, he was hard on us, but he taught me everything I, I know from fundamentals to discipline to being coachable to being a great teammate, so... I was really blessed to kind of have a really, really, really great role model in middle school. And that kind of sparked my passion for the game, and it just grew. Man, and it started in middle school, which is the age group that sometimes is hard. You know, it's, it's difficult to reach them, but the fact that you said you was coachable is at that level is kind of amazing right now, you know? Oh, yeah, of course. And, I, I mean, our coach, he demanded a lot of us, and uh, I was at a Catholic middle school in a – small gym with wooden backboards and no AC. Um, so we were humbled really quickly and, uh, I just learned how to work. I mean, what middle school coach has summer workouts, you know, he had us in there running sprints. I was 10, 11 years old, kind of learning what hard work meant. And I'm, but I'm a blue collar kid, grew up a farmer's daughter, um, from a big family. So hard work and, and humility are two things that were kind of, uh, kind of punched into us. Wow. Coach. Summers in middle school basketball, coach. That that's some serious training. No wonder, coach, you were highly <laughs> you were like highly successful in high school. And then speaking of the high school level, is that what led you to becoming like a highly successful high school coach from your upbringing? I'd say um, I always, obviously, I was never like the most athletic kid, um, but I always prided myself on being one of the hardest workers. Um, and I wanted to be super coachable. I wanted to be somebody my coach could rely on and um, was fortunate to have a um, great high school experience, played three sports in high school, volleyball, softball, and basketball. Um, sports just dominated our life. I'm one of four kids. My mom took us everywhere in Florida playing club volleyball to club basketball to club softball. So I'd say uh, I knew pretty quickly, though, that basketball was my was my true love, and um, I just kind of right away when mom and dad said, Hey, you're going to have to work to get a scholarship to go to college. And I just said, I, 
that, that's my dream. I want to play college basketball and whatever college or university is going to give me that opportunity. I, I don't care where it is. I'm going to go. And just luckily it was in my hometown, Flagler College. That's what's up, coach. Flagler. <laughs> <laughs> right here in the backyard. I love it, coach. So, coach. Yes, sir. You also coached here, though, at Bishop Keeney High School. And during your time there, you set some standards and you also set some records. Would you talk about that for a moment? Yeah, uh, at 25, I got um, the opportunity to lead Bishop Kenny Girls Basketball. And um, my first, you know, head coaching job, I was coming off, I was actually the director of operations, which is like a grad assistant at UNF. I get my master's degree, kind of out of college, not really knowing what I wanted to do. And um, worked for two years on the UNF's previous staff. And then I got this high school job opened up. And Jim Martin, the legendary coach at Providence, I was doing a lot of skills training with him. And he actually gave me the confidence um, and the opportunity to kind of like practice my on-court coaching with his basketball academy when I was 22 and 23. And, and he actually recommended me to Jerry Buckley, which is the head boys coach at Bishop Kenny. And um, was in an interview, obviously, with the principal there, Todd Orlando, and I uh, was fortunate enough to get that job. And for me, I just kind of, I was so excited at the thought of rebuilding a program, a legendary program that went to three straight districts, or sorry, they won three state championships in the 90s. So knew that there was a tradition of excellence there. And um, six years, I just was blessed with a lot of great players, a lot of great coaches alongside of me. And um just kind of really based it off of three things, family, accountability, and discipline, and just kind of tried to stay true to those three things. Coach, I like that. I love your philosophy. I might have to adopt that myself. I actually love that philosophy. I stole it from someone else, but you take it. (laughs) (laughs) That's all good. Now, it sounds like you had good mentors along the way, too. Of course, yeah. I Honestly, um, my parents being two of the biggest mentors to me, uh, learned a lot from just watching my dad go to work every day as a farmer, but coaches like my father-in-law, Bo Clark, um, was the head men's coach for 30 years at Flagler college. He's somebody, um, I grew up, I married a son. So I grew up, uh, around him and around the Flagler gym and watched him coach for 30 years. And then my college coach, Erica Lane Montgomery, who's now an assistant at the university of Florida, um, she was a tremendous mentor to me, but I had some great high school coaches uh, and some great mentors like Holly Winter and Tim Winter, who's the head girls coach at Bartram now. So for sure, I think you, uh, my ultimate coaching mentor never got to meet her was Pat Summit though. Um, and I've read any book she ever wrote. I was always following her and watching anything that she did and, and tried to model kind of my leadership style after her. And, um, one of my favorite quotes with her is you win in life with people. And so that's just kind of something that I've tried to carry with me. Wow, coach. And all your mentors sound like great people. And in a situation where it sounds like iron sharpens iron, um, <laughs> because you, you ultimately became successful at everything you, you like set out to do all the way down to CBA, which was your travel team. Yes, sir. Yeah, I actually, I started Clark Basketball Academy in 2016. Um, obviously, no longer do it now that I'm a college coach, but I started an academy just just honestly out of my own personal passion. Um, growing up, there wasn't a lot of opportunities for girls to get better. Like, I didn't play on a 
on a travel basketball team. I had a ton of opportunities in volleyball and softball, but in our area, there was not a whole lot for girls to go and get better. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm like a big group, like so passionate about skill development and like being in the gym. And so that was like the, the, the really the foundation and the drive for wanting to create my own academy. And then it turned into running some AAU teams and kind of summer camps. And it kind of, it, it really expanded and beyond any kind of thing I could have dreamed, dreamt of. Wow. Wow. And like I said, the girls, they love it. They speak highly of you. And, you know, they always rec- They always say it's not your average training. It's not your, a- they always say it's not your average anything. It's above average. So that speaks a lot of your name and that speaks a lot oh, of your character. That. Thank you. Yeah. For me with that, with the training, it was, it, it kind of was always about passion, never really about the, the monetary gain. Obviously it was a business and, 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 you know, there's things that go into that. But for me, it was, I only wanted to train kids that love basketball and I only wanted to be in the gym with kids that, that wanted to get better and weren't afraid of being told the truth or coached hard. And um, I had a lot of parents and players that trusted me in that process. So I was really grateful for that. But, yeah, that was just my drive when I was in the gym. I was there for one reason, and I wanted I wanted to help kids get better. Uh, and so that kind of just, it just was just a genuine, a genuine effort. Now, Coach, you went from CBA, you went from Bishop Kenny, which are all the high school level, to now you're at UNF. How does it feel to coach at the college level? It's a dream come true, honestly. Uh, if you would have told me a year ago, obviously this wasn't really in the plan um, in regards to just how kind of fast it all happened. But uh, I always had in the back of my head that I would, I wanted, I dreamt of becoming a college coach and getting this opportunity. And I'm a big hometown kid. My family's 40 minutes away. So moving to another city or another state was never an option. And when I found out that UNS had an assistant opening, I kind of just, I went for it. Um, and was blessed to get it. And every day that I show up and I get to walk into the arena and I get to be in that environment and I get to be surrounded by a really great coach. Every day is just like a blessing. And I walk in every day so excited to be where I'm at. And coach, I've seen a couple of games. You look excited every time you're out there. You like, you you like, look like a, this is everything I ever dreamt of. And I'm going to make the best of it. And that's just your – that's always been your attitude no matter where I've seen you at because I always saw you at basketball events. So your <laughs> your attitude and love for the game, it shows on the court. Uh, thank you so much. Yeah, you know, it's something that um, I just feel like basketball has been a big blessing in my life. Um, I have so many friends and family and met so many people through the game. So it's been something that – Truly, you know, you know, when you, it's not your, that old thing, you know, you don't work a day in your life when you're doing what you love. And, and that's kind of something that, that I get to live out. Man, that's amazing. That's amazing, Coach. Now, under Scott of Podcast, students, parents, everybody usually chime in at some point. For student athletes who are listening, what is your advice right now on recruiting? I think one, the biggest thing is, you know, just being, you know, an advocate for yourself. I think number one, you've got to be aggressive in your process. I think you got to start early and being organized early and just identifying, um, you know, dream schools and where you want to go to school. I think a really big thing is being realistic with, I think parents and players have to be realistic and, 
and their own skill level and, and kind of how that equates to the level that they could play at and just understanding that playing college basketball is like such a blessing, whether it's at the JUCO level or a power five school. Uh, I was a D2 kid, you know, and I, I quickly realized as a sophomore in high school, my dream school was Florida. And I realized right, right away that I, I just kind of wasn't at that level of play and um, played Division two basketball on, on a scholarship and got my school paid for. And it's one of the most proud things that I could say today is that I was a college athlete. And so my biggest piece of advice is just being realistic um, and going where, where it's the, the best fit for you and, and going where you feel like you can make an impact. And so don't get caught up in all the hype of the name or the, whether they're Nike or Adidas, just going where it's a true fit a great fit for you and obviously academically as well. Coach, I love that advice. And I, I believe that's advice that a lot of athletes need to really take to heart because at the end of the day, um, we know that the NBA and the WNBA, they only accept so many people, but you can always graduate and get yourself an MBA. And, you know, you can still make the same kind of changes in life. It's just all about the opportunity. And like you said, I think sometimes kids chase the, the big name and then they wind up not getting that or receiving that, what they thought they was going to receive. And then they lose confidence instead of gaining confidence and say, you know what, if this school didn't want me, this school is offering me everything I need, which is an education. I should, I should take that and make the best of my opportunity. Yeah, 100%. I agree with that. And I think that, that that just should be the ultimate priority in, in that process is just fit. Where does it feel like family? And then what, something that I, I think is like, you have to imagine how hard college basketball is and like on your worst day, where do you want to be? You know? And on, so on the days that it's the toughest, you know, what, what place is going to feel the most like home, what people are going to help you through the adversity that it, that it comes with being a college athlete. I agree, Coach. I agree with that 100%. As a coach, what is the most attractive thing that you could see from an athlete? I think I'm going to be old school in this, and I, I just think it's having a, a coachable spirit. I think that is somebody that um, is self-aware, somebody that wants to be coached, wants to be held accountable, um, is willing to learn, um, and wanting to get into the gym. So I'd say – uh, a coachable spirit first and foremost coach I love that answer I love it <laughs> I love anything that's coachable because coachable means you can develop them people into anything you know yes, sir. and I think that's a part of society too like everybody's like starting to get into their own little, their own little phase of life and they're forgetting like wait a minute if I take 10 seconds and I listen to what this person's telling me maybe that 10 seconds could turn the next half into a winning half for me. So I, I appreciate hearing coachable from a coach. No, and I think, too, like, as coaches, we have to be coachable, too. So, like, in, in any walk of life, just being able to listen um, to maybe areas that you can be better, um, being able to take uh, the truth, whether it's a hard truth or just just trying to understand that anyway you can be better. And so I think that athletes, that's why they're sometimes the most employable people uh, because they're able to handle coaching. And I think that that can take you on in, into being successful in all areas of life after the ball stops bouncing. Man, Coach Clark, 
I appreciate your time this evening. I'm rooting for the Ospreys. I'm rooting for you, Coach Clark, because you have done so much in the community, you know, that I serve in right now that it's just your name is remarkable. So I thank you for your time and coming on the Underscouted tonight. And uh, I just wish you success on the road and success when you're at home. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm a big fan of this podcast and all that you do for the community as well. So it, it, right back at you, I really appreciate you. Thank you, Coach. We would like to thank our sponsors, Maria Adorno of La Rosa Realty Northeast Florida, helping families open the door to their dream homes. Unhilux, a black-owned health water company that addresses the most common nutrition deficiencies found in athletes.